Minority Retort on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Jason Lamb. In order to retort the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater. In fact, you can see it this weekend, tomorrow night, at the Siren Theater at 8 p.m. Great lineup of comedians that we're bringing to you. And we have a great comedian on the phone line joining me this morning. And it's a pleasure to have her on the show, on this show for the first time. And it's going to be a pleasure to welcome her back to Portland tomorrow night at the Siren Theater. Corinda Dobbins is on the phone. Corinda, how are you? I'm doing really well, Jason. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for joining me this morning. No problem. So, listen, I didn't tell you this when we set up the interview, and I didn't tell the folks here at X-Ray this, but uh, I have some plans for this interview today. And okay. uh, I want you to know that I have really basically one goal in life, and that's to get you on TV. And I'm not wow. sure. I'm not I, sure how you feel about that. I think I think we share that goal. <laughs> <laughs> because I think you would be great uh, on TV. I think you would be excellent uh, in a sitcom, and I want to see it, and I want to make it happen. I don't want to just see it. I want to make it happen. So wow, I want to make that happen too. Let's do it. I want. I, I think I'd be good in a sitcom. I really do. I do too. Um. And so, so I'd like to use this interview to uh, to get some background that I need. I'm going to be writing it, by the way. I don't, I don't know if that's okay with you or not. Oh, but. great! That means I don't have to. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Excellent. Boy, this is working out better than I even hoped. Um, uh, no, I like when I pass work along to others. <laughs> I I have no problem handling all the heavy lifting. <laughs> um, all you got to do is show up and be you. But but let's talk about you being you. Uh, before we get yeah. to the uh, to making this TV deal, um, so first of all, where are you from? I'm originally from Detroit. Okay, okay. And so, do you still have family back there, and do you go back uh, at all? Um, I do have family there, and I do go back when it's not cold. <laughs> Good call. Uh, in the summer months. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mother still lives in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, how um, you know, there's a lot of been a lot of talk over the over the years about Detroit and its troubles and and, and how it's changed. Um, mm-hmm. What what have you seen that that stands out to you when you think about Detroit and you go back to Detroit and and how it's changed over the years? Obviously, with the its economic troubles and and everything. Um, you know, Detroit's undoing was was coming for a long time. I mean, the auto and Detroit runs around the auto industry, and you know, it was on a decline, obviously. Um, but the last time that I went back, uh, it seems to be the downtown area is doing very well. They've they've built stadiums down there. They've, um, you know, they have million dollar condos, but the neighborhoods are still falling apart, which is usually how <laughs> it works. Um, you know, but I'm I'm hopeful yeah. that, that they can eventually get to the neighborhood. You know, what I'm saying? right? <laughs> but right now, it's 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 a it's a very different Detroit than the Detroit I grew up in. And there's a lot of funny people from Detroit, uh, including yeah. yourself. I worked with one of them, David Allen Greer. He's from 
Oh, uh, he's from Detroit. Oh, okay, I didn't know he was from Detroit. Uh, yeah, I, I love him. Um, he can be in a sitcom. Yeah, he could be. He could be my dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're 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 brainstorming. We're workshopping this thing. Yeah. It's it's, yes. it's coming together. I, I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But so is that where you started comedy? Was in Detroit? No, actually, I started in Oakland. Oh, you did. Okay. I moved out out to Cali. Uh, and that's where you currently live, I believe, is in Oakland. Yes. Um, yes that's my home. What made you start doing comedy? Actually, you know, I had I had no intentions in my entire life to ever do comedy. I had a friend who, um, obviously, I'm kind of funny around my friends and my family. She asked me if she found it up in my, uh, would I do it? And and I said yes, only because I thought she never would find an open mic. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, sure, if you find one, I'll do it, you know. And she came back to me a couple of months later, and she's like, hey, I found an open mic. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I started writing, and, um, you know, I did I did the open mic. Interestingly enough, that's the only open mic I've ever done where I was the only person to sign up. That never happens. Oh, wow. You never have an open mic with one person. <laughs> so you were the only I mean, just, you were the only performer the only on the open mic really yeah wow so how much time did you do I did like seven minutes my first time <laughs> up at an open mic that's, that's a long time yeah that's a lot for your first for somebody time. who has never done it and so uh, so you took to it pretty quickly then I did. I did. It, it. You know, comedy hooks you really quickly. It's not. It's no black or white. Either you love it or you don't. So, um, okay. So let's let's get a little bit more in depth here, as I want to give people and the, and the producers um, that are going to be uh, I'm going to be reaching out to you about the sitcom uh, a little bit more meat on the bone. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so you're a gay black woman. Yes. And who's a single mother? Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Mm-mm. So okay, so you so you were in a relationship. Um but yeah. I don't think I we mean, s- I was I, obviously I was uh still playing straight when I had my daughter and her dad has always been uh, very active in her life. So gotcha. never, we we were not married technically, so uh Maybe that is the correct term, but he's always been in our life. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always curious to know at what point did you decide, I mean, given those circumstances, to to be an out gay woman? Um, I think it was right before I moved to California. Um, I had decided to. Uh, move and I was like I probably should come out to my mom before I leave um, so I made that decision and uh, and then I just left so that was that was good um, and then the next Thanksgiving I think I flew back and I told all the rest of my family I think it's best if you come out and then you can just fly out and leave like you just you don't have to stay for all the, the questions and stuff you just come out and then you just and then you just go did that prove to be uh, the most effective way? Uh, uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so you, you just drop a little bomb and. <laughs>
They're like, no, I'm, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> and so were you successful in avoiding all those questions? Like, no one's followed up <laughs> since then? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's much harder, you know, for people to, um, you know, ask you, like, really, really, really difficult questions over the phone. You know, people want to do that in person. So if I'm not there... You know, the questions that they ask me on the phone are probably a lot, lot a lot lighter, a lot different. Yeah. So, um, so I, I wanted to mention that because I, I think that's the perfect framework for this for this TV project that we're going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I don't I don't know that we have that uh, on TV. Uh, a gay woman of color who's also a mother. Um, no, we don't. Uh, no. And so I mean, how did, first. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go ahead and break some ground here. Yeah, Corinda, I would love to do it. Um, right. I but, mean, you know, Ellen kind of, um, you know, she broke the, the the groundwork for you know someone coming out on a sitcom, and you know she very promptly lost her career. So I should be good. <laughs> and people should be okay with it by now. I think. <laughs> Was there anything in particular that inspired you to? come out i mean you mentioned ellen and and she obviously you know did it years ago in a very uh you know public fashion in in terms of um being a a gay woman on tv and you know and and basically saying you know um to to to, you know be true to herself um Mm -hmm. um, but was there anything in particular that inspired you anyone else's story maybe um no, not really. For me, it was just coming to terms with it within myself. I think a lot of times people think that coming out means, you know, that you've seen somebody and they've inspired you. And, and sometimes maybe that is the case. But I think it's mostly just once you are um, at ease with it within yourself, then you can come out to other people. For me, that was the case. And so, you know, we talk about issues of representation here on, on the show a lot, and you know, obviously, it's 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 something that that happens on on social media and just in mm-hmm. and uh, in in the regular media. Um, and it seems to be getting a lot more uh, attention than it has uh, in the past. Um, and you know, I'm joking around about uh, you know having a, a you as a, a the center of a of a sitcom. I mean, I'm, I'm not joking. I really want to do it, but um, mm-hmm. but issues of representation are very important uh, to me. And um, yeah. you know, like I said, we don't see somebody like you on TV. Um, right. So, I mean, whatever we can do to uh, to to make that happen. But is that something that you you think about? Is it something that you want to um, to aspire to to do? And or do you want to just just be you like you want to because i guess the trap in that would be like being representative of right you know, right um yeah. you know certain um, group or anything I've, you know i've always wanted to do a sitcom since you know i sort of got in this business because that's always been um whenever you're a stand-up comic um the natural progression is to do a sitcom right mm. <laughs> that sort of represents your life or you know um how you grew up, you know, we think about the Chris Rock show and, um, you know, Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley, Seinfeld, uh, you know, all these people have done shows about, 
you know, parts of their lives. So, I mean, I, I've always been very interested in that, um, and I've always tried to write that. But it is, um, I think it's going to be difficult. I mean, people really have a difficult time, I think, wrapping their minds around a black woman who doesn't represent necessarily what they've seen all the time. So, um, but I think if you can make it funny that, that people can, they'll gravitate to it and, and they'll watch it. And you've opened for people like Dave Chappelle and Trevor Noah and Michelle Wolf. Um, yes. What were those experiences like opening for and performing with uh, people who you know are you know worldwide famous? And do you draw any specific inspiration from those types of folks or any um, anything you can apply to your own career, like how they they handle their business? Yeah, I think every person I've opened for, you know, I've learned something different from them. Um, I think the most important thing I've learned from all of them is that your writing has to be um, top-notch. You know what I mean? Like, they are very, very good writers, and they're very, very great storytellers, um, which is key to being a great stand-up comic. Um, But they all do it very differently, and that um, I think one of the things you have to do as a comic is that you just have to be very, very in tune with yourself. Um, and you have to be willing to be different than everyone else, you know. Um, so each one of those people that I open for, I mean, Michelle, obviously, uh, she's, um, you know, we saw her at the correspondence Dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's very, um, <laughs> she's fantastic. Uh, Trevor. Um, actually, when I opened for Trevor, he wasn't that well known in the states. He had just gotten the Daily Show, um, so people were very curious to know who was going to replace John Stewart. And um, you know, we had a packed house every night. But he's 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 very good at at telling his story coming from South Africa, how he grew up. Um, you know, Dave. Oh my God, Dave is he's he's really an amazing person. I I think people. Um, you know, I've worked with a lot of people a lot less famous who are a lot less nice than Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need all I their mean, names. He's very, he was very <laughs> gracious. I mean, he gave me some great advice. I mean, he's, his his set was amazing. I, I love watching it. Um, yeah. What advice did he give you? Or do you not want to share um, that? Well, you know, currently I still have a nine to five. You know, he was just, you know, very encouraging about, you know, how to transition and sort of make comedy uh, my full-time gig. And, you know, he was hoping that I could get to a place where I could do it full-time because he thought I was, you know, talented enough to do that. So that was uh, that was very encouraging for me. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's got to be hearing it from someone who's achieved the level of success that he has. Um, Absolutely, and he's, and he's seen a million comics, so. Right, right. Yeah. If I wasn't good, he would be like, you, you need to keep your day job. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> well, one of the things that I love about you is that, and, and watching you perform, is that you just have such a, a, a personable and just relaxed, easy manner on stage. And it seems like it really kind of comes, comes easy to you. And I don't want to minimize like the work that you put in, um, mm-hmm. that you obviously have to put in for it, but you, you make it seem easy. Um, and Thank you. You, uh, you mentioned the, the, the other folks that you opened for, you know, being, being storytellers, um, and that really kind of comes across in, in your work as well. Do you consider yourself a storyteller? 
you know, um, I don't. <laughs> Uh, but because I've I've tried to uh, do like standalone storytelling shows, and I, I, I <laughs> I'm not very good at it. Um, I think for me, the way that I it, I don't look at it as a, at it as storytelling when I'm doing it on stage, and maybe other people do, but I'm just talking about my day to day life and things that happen to me. Um, so. Like to, because to me, I think like um, you know, like Richard Pryor, and um, you know, like he would like tell these like just amazingly really long stories. Like I don't think I do that yet, and I think maybe I will. You know, but my stories are like you know, kind of brief. Like I don't have like the long sort of windy story that kind of comes back around and, yeah. you know <laughs> I don't I don't have that yet and I, maybe I don't have enough going on in my life where I can have one you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe I need I need some long stories Jason <laughs> alright well we're going to workshop all of this stuff uh, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it we're going to come up with some stuff um, so last question for you and you know I don't want to get too far down in the muck here necessarily mm-hmm. but you know, with everything that's going on, kind of in, in, the, in the the microscope that comedy seems to be under uh, in recent yeah. years, where you know whether it's you know Louis C.K. or you know whomever, um, and just kind of like the reaction from um, you know long-established comics about you know PC culture and you can't say this mm-hmm. anymore, you can't say that, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is that any of that? Has comedy gotten harder? to do or is that any kind of a problem for you or do you just could basically just go out and do what you do and just you know if the audience laughs they laugh if not I'm still true to who I am um I I, <laughs> I think um people who say that you know there's a PC culture hasn't been around comedy <laughs> <laughs> because uh if, if you're around comedy I mean there's people say whatever they want to say. I mean, obviously, there can be repercussions <laughs> mm. from the things that you say um, and the things that you do, particularly if you're sexually harassing your peers. Uh, <laughs> but there is no there, there's no PC culture. I've not had an issue with that. I've always been able to say uh, whatever I wanted to say. And I, I don't uh, think that anything has has changed around that. It's, it's, I mean, Louis C.K. is is still doing clubs, and <laughs> mm, yeah. um, you know, I I don't I don't see any change. Well, to be honest, yeah. Well, I know that you're going to come to Portland tomorrow night, and you're going to say whatever you want to say. Yeah, I am, and <laughs> it's going to be really really funny. I, I do know that. Uh, so people should come out. Yes. I- I've, I'm looking forward to coming out to Portland. Um, people keep telling me that there's a there's a black section of Portland. I haven't seen it, but uh, somebody needs to take me by there so I can witness it. Um, but I, I really like Portland. I've done a lot of shows there, and it's always been really fun. 
yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you. We'll 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 take you to the black party. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get you there. Do, do a little drive by for me, Dave. <laughs> wait, I uh, wait, did you say drive by? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to drive through it. I want to <laughs> drive through it, not drive by, not drive by. <laughs> yeah, that would be best. <laughs> Look, Corinna, thank you so much for for joining me today, and uh, thank you so me, much for having me. Give me the background I need for the sitcom. We're just gonna, I think we should call it Corinda. Yes, um, you know I want to be the one of those comments. I just have one name. You know what I mean. You don't even need my last name anymore. Fantastic, fantastic. I, you know what? I'm just getting a message just now. We just got a ten order uh, episode pickup from Netflix, so we get we need to get to what? work. We need to get to work. That's that's what's up. <laughs> Corinda, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. All right, and we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a moment. Mm-hmm. 